We lived in the Kayamichi Mountains with about and cream of land at the base of the mountain. It was late at night and something sprinted in the corner of my eye. My boyfriend quickly ran to edge of the porch as my dog chased after it. Once I realized what I was seeing, I was begging my dog to come back. It was about five foot tall, hunched over with white and black fur. The color of this thing was almost glitchy. It had ears on top of its head and a short snout. We seen no arms at all while it was running, and also a tail which was a fuzzy tail. It was bipedal and running so fast, but its head wasn't bobbing at all. As my dog ran towards it, she was physically confused, and she stopped and shook her head as she was running the wrong direction. She's not a dumb dog. She's a cattle dog, and she's never deliberately ran the wrong direction at something she's pursuing. In my shock, all I could mutter was, Oh my god, is that a human? As it was the only thing I could think of seeing this dog person running across my yard. The next thing I knew, my boyfriend was walking in the yard to get a better view of it, whilst I was trying not to pee my pants. This dog thing scaled a cow fence about five feet tall behind our RV within absolute seconds. I was halfway inside the house scared to even be outside, still screeching for my dog to return as she regained her brains and was chasing the thing. My boyfriend said it stood up in the cow field right under the only single light post in the field, with its back to him and its shoulders broad, and its height easily adding another three feet just standing straight up. Now this all took place within seconds, but it was all so clear and slow motion happening. We did investigate the fence the next morning and did find some white coarse hair on the top of the fence, but we ended up losing it shortly after. With no evidence of this, all we have is both of our stories, but they line up immaculately. Living there, I have seen the beast once more on my own, which scared me shitless. A suspected pterodactyl, ghosts, hundreds of UFOs, weird lights in our windows, possible Bigfoots, and a strange woman's voice on the opposite side of a hunting dog's pen. Asking a question in an unknown language with no dogs to bark at her, which is super strange. Has anyone ever seen anything like this? I live in a fenced but not gated neighborhood. Road to the north, little stream followed by two large large for the suburbs properties, then a small horse stable, then the rest of the suburbs to the east, forest and a large horse stable to the south, and a dollar general then main road to the west. Overall, I live in a somewhat densely populated area 3K PPL, but where my neighborhood is, it's mostly suburbs and a few random pockets here and there that you'd think are in the boonies if you saw a picture of it without ever living here. Anyways, when I was little, currently 15, for whatever reason, I always went to the bathroom with the door open. I don't anymore, thank God that habit changed. One day when I was seven, I saw a shadow with nobody pacing back and forth in the hallway that lead to both my room and the bathroom, not getting too close to the bathroom, and never getting too far from my line of sight imagine, a backwards E as the layout of this hallway. Top horizontal bar is the stairs leading downstairs, middle is my room, bottom is the bathroom. You can't see past the stairs from the bathroom. I could tell where my room was because it was daytime and my room has a long window near the roof and the door was open, making that part of the hallway blue. 
It was of a tall, skinny woman with short, straight hair. We had no visitors, but all my family brother, father, and mother was home. They were all downstairs, and like I said, you can't see further than the stairs from the bathroom. My mom is short, a bit overweight, and has long, curly hair. I got scared shitless so I quickly finished and ran downstairs to tell them what happened. As I was finishing, I saw her stop in front of my room, turn towards it, then sort of disappear by fading away as she walked in. A few years later, I was talking to a neighborhood friend of mine who's the same age as me about ghosts. We were probably 11 or 12 at the time. I asked him if he had ever seen a ghost before, and without me having ever told him about what I saw at that point, he told me that one night when he was 10, he woke up in the middle of the night and didn't know why. He looked towards his bedroom door, and there stood a shadow darker than the surrounding room of a tall, skinny woman with short, straight hair seemingly staring right at him. His little sister is many years younger than us and slept with his mom, and his mom and sister are tall and skinny with long, wavy hair. He said it was 3D, so it had some depth to it. When I saw the ghost I saw, it was flat, like an actual shadow, until it walked into my room and faded away. After he told me his story, I told him mine. Not exactly the scariest thing ever, but it still gives me the creeps sometimes thinking about it. Ever since I've known for myself, I have loved nature. I could even say that it's my passion, which is why the job of even a park ranger was perfect. Until one day, I worked at this nature park where the visitation hours were from 8 a.m. to 11 p.m. There were many of us, and our shifts changed every week. So one week I would do first, and the next week I would do second, and so on. One Friday, I was second shift which meant I would stay until everybody left and check if everything is okay, then I was off. I did a short tour that a few visitors asked for that day, but other than that, it was pretty unengaged since I didn't have to do a lot. I was already walking and checking up everything long before I was supposed to be done with work. It already got dark, and I was walking through the woods. I noticed a flash of lightning at me from behind me on one of the trees in the distance. It was weird. I went to check it out, but as I got to the point that I thought the light was coming from, suddenly it came at me again from the place that I'd come from. It was super weird, and I yelled out whoever was doing that to knock it off. As I said, a flash of light came from a completely different direction. There's no way that a person could travel that way in such a short time, so I realized I was probably being messed with by two different people figuring it was my co-workers, even though we weren't really close, nor do we ever do this kind of stuff. I yelled again. I was not going to participate in this stupid joke. Whoever or whatever it was should leave. I left. I did not have any control over this and could not do anything about it if they were purposefully trying to mess with me. So basically, it was my problem. I informed my supervisor that somebody could still be in the park. He said that he would take over. I left and got in my car and began to drive home. I live about 10 minutes away from the park. Suddenly, I got a phone call from an unknown number. I answered it. Somebody told me in a raspy voice I should not have left them there all alone, that I would regret it. 
I told them to never call me again and hung up. When I got to work, they told me they had found a dead dog at the place I had reported the flashing lights. This was the work of an insane individual who was messing with me. Somebody who would do something so horrid. I was stationed at the FOB Forward Observation Base in Kamnika as a civilian contractor. I was driving one morning from the FOB to Camp Monteith to do a distribution run and pick up laundry and such. Halfway to Camp Monteith, you drive through a heavily wooded and hilly region, but not all that big and still somewhat populated. Hard for me to describe an exact location, unless someone is actually familiar with the area. About two miles before you pass a restaurant called The Planet, I witnessed a hairy hominid coming down a fairly steep slope and then crossing the road in front of the vehicle going from my right side to my left side. Nothing like what you hear from the American version of Bigfoot. Not sure what to call it so we'll stick with a hairy hominid. This hairy hominid was only around five half feet tall. Only an estimate as I was in a four-wheel drive that sits kind of high. It was slender, bipedal, reddish-colored hair, heavily matted around the buttocks and front groin area. Hair is longer on the head than on the rest of the body. The rest of the hair is 3-4 inches in length. Profile of face flat and dark-skinned black. Hands were also black. Did not get a good look at the feet. No visible mammaries or other aids in determining sex. The sighting did not last too long, and there was also the shock factor involved. Trying to be as detailed as I can. I only saw the profile of the face, but was fairly flat and very dark. I saw the hands, but did not get a real good look at the feet as it moved in front of the vehicle, and then across the road and down a slope into a valley. Hands were also very dark. I would say black as far as the face and hands go. I was curious after this happened. I was afraid of ridicule from my workmates and feared for my security clearance, so I kept quiet about it. But after finally talking to my wife about it, I feel I can share it with like-minded people. Does anyone know if hominids have a history of sightings in the Balkans or around Kosovo? I tried an internet search and came up empty. I hope I was thorough enough or detailed enough. This incident occurred at Carson Lake in the Grand Mesa National Forest of Colorado. The lake sits on the edge of what is called Land's Edge on the Grand Mesa. A friend and I were hunting. We had hiked down the Kana Creek Trail to look for game. We had spent most of the day on a stand. We made our way back to my truck, but decided to stay the night so we could hunt in the early morning and then go home. We were getting things set up for camp, building a fire, and getting food out to cook. I had a pop-up camper, and I had just got it up and situated when my friend said, What the heck is that sound? He had never spent as much time in the woods as I had, so he was freaked out instantly. I came out of the camper and asked him what was the problem. That is when I heard it. It's hard to explain how it sounded. It was a high-pitched, but deep, scream that lasted for long periods off and on. The sound goes up and down in volume. Whatever it was sounded angry for some reason. At first, I didn't give it much thought. I had heard mountain lion screams, and that will make the hair stand up on the back of your neck. 
but this sound went on and on, pausing for short moments as if to catch its breath. My friend was really freaked out now. I said to him it's just a lion or two lions across the lake. This did not calm him down much. I had my sidearm on me so I pulled it out and shot off around in the air during the screaming. Then it was silent. I told him I scared it away. I started to go about getting food out so we could eat. The daylight was fading to the point where you can't quite see details across the lake, but you can still see movement and other features. About a minute after firing off the round in the air, the screaming started again. This time it was closer, but still across the lake. It seemed more pissed off, as if it was very mad we were here. We could hear the brush shaking and raking, but we could not see it, but just hear it. Now I'm getting freaked out because of what just happened. It was coming closer. You would think that a gunshot would scare game away, not bring it in closer. My friend is really getting freaked out and wants to leave immediately. I tell him we have high-powered rifles and we will be safe. The whole time we're talking about leaving the screaming is going on. I eventually gave in to him wanting to leave and started to pack up camp. This took some time for us to do maybe 10 minutes or so. During this time the screaming continued. We got everything loaded up in a hurry, buttoned up the camper, and got in the truck. I started it up and left. It was now dark and the headlights were the only lights beside the stars. The drive up and out of the lake had a few switchbacks. I stopped at one to see if the screaming was still going on. It was not. We drove out of there and down the mountain not saying a word. We had stopped to get a bite to eat. We felt unsure of what we had experienced. Both of us decided not to say anything to anyone. I know I didn't say anything to anyone for a very long time. I am unsure if my friend has said anything to anyone. I have watched shows on TV about Bigfoot since then. Some of the shows had recorded sounds of what they said was a Bigfoot. To me, it sounded like what I had heard at the lake. I have a friend that had a similar experience in the same area at a later time. My friend said it was at night when he saw something tall and large cross the road. Also during the day, he found some very large tracks. Some other friends said that they heard some screaming that sounded a lot like what I described in the area. They didn't tell the rest of the hunting party about what they heard until later when the rest of them heard these screams in the middle of the night. It was loud enough to wake them up. I was at church camp many years ago. The tradition that was fulfilled every year was to visit an abandoned house in the dead of night with the campers and tell scary stories about the past residents of said residents. A pretty long trail from the camp is the fastest trail, along with camp counselors jumping out to scare the kids. A head count was taken once during the trip, and also when the campers got to the house. A camper was reported missing once we got to the house, and a group of counselors were scrambled to find her. She was found back at camp unconscious in her cabin. She didn't remember returning to her cabin, but she was very sore. No other details are known other than that hermits live in the camp during the winter. I was bicycle touring through Europe solo, and was riding through Austria heading west from Vienna on a path that followed the Danube River. 
I should also note I was wild camping most nights to save money aka just setting up a tent, wherever the F it seemed like no one would bother me. When it came time to find a place to sleep one night, I found a random dirt road that peeled off into the woods. I ended up following it for a bit before finding a meadow I could hide my tent in. I did the evening routine just like every other night and passed out. Sometime in the middle of the night I woke up to one of the most terrifying animal screamoans I have ever heard. After lying there for a minute wondering if it was just a dream, I heard it again. Then again, but closer. And closer. And closer, till it sounded like it was right outside my tent. The thing to remember is that I was that nobody on planet Earth knew where I was there which was a very unsettling thought as I lay there with my knife in one hand and light in the other ready to stab to shit whatever demon creature burst through my tent wall. Then just like that, it stopped for a couple seconds before I heard the noise moving away from me. The noise kept echoing through the woods for a couple minutes getting further and further away each time. After a terrible couple hours of trying to sleep and waiting for the sun, I got out of the tent looking for any sign of said creature, which there was none. After telling someone about this, they said it was probably a boar, which indeed it was, which is also unsettling, cause those people are mean. We sighted what we believed to be a Bigfoot while driving to the coast on little used Smith River Road. We were driving the convertible and Mel was taping the road as we drove. The Bigfoot or whatever it was came from behind a tree and ran quickly into the woods. It was about two football fields away and was in the video for a very short time. It appeared silver at that distance and seemed to run with its hands at its side. Alright. My eyes are watering because even thinking about this memory frightens me. I used to live in a small section of New York called Sullivan County, which was known for bad reception, rednecks, and all types of addicts. Needless to say it is not the best of areas, nor the most populated. I was seated in the driver's seat of my boyfriend's car as he drove towards his uncle's home. We had to go there to make a pit stop and afterwards we were going to pick up one of our friends and take him home. On the way driving to DJ's my boyfriend uncle, we ran into a bit of a car jam extra rare for lack of people in which there was a car on fire in the middle of an intersection, less than 15 feet from us. The moon was bright above us, and as I looked at the burning car I swore I could hear screams. The moon legit seemed to turn pinkish and as my blood curdled, I yelped for DJ to find another road. I am an empath, as well as he, and I could tell we were both having a physical as well as a spiritual impact by what we were seeing. He backed up and took a side road to his unks, which was about 25 minutes longer than the normal route. On our little shortcut through spoopy woods, we almost ran over a red fox that literally jumped from some bushes followed five minutes later by a gigantic panicked stag running straight through our headlights, nearly crashing into the front portion of our car as it bounded through the road into forest. Female doe were all the occurrence but a male stag that gigantic and a red fox were incredibly rare. When we got to his uncle's driveway, we sat and spoke in low voices about what we had seen and I was shook. 
At the moment I was saying to him that I felt death in the air, a bird of some kind came and flew straight into his uncle's truck, which was parked in front of us. I yelped and ran to check on it. It had broken its neck and looked like a sweet brown bird from what I could see. My boyfriend didn't let me spend much time on the little thing as he pushed me into the front door. The night got scarier from there, but I think I'm done recounting for now. I have a story that goes back to the early 1970s. I'm from Linwood, Washington. I was traveling across Nevada from Idaho down to California. And it was early in the morning and I was outside of Winnemucca, Nevada about 5.30 or 6 a.m. I was by myself. It was out in the desert area and it was virtually uninhabited. A car came up behind me with two inhabitants who basically started following right on my bumper. I became concerned because it was apparent that they were really interested in getting me stopped. They would pull up alongside and motion me over and things like that. I was afraid. So as we went along, this played out for several miles and they kept motioning for me to pull over and they came up alongside and I became quite fearful. Well, the oddest thing happened. Somehow, I was getting a flat right front tire as I could feel the car start to sway. I pulled up to a stop and off to the right was a house. These people pulled up in the car and stopped behind me. I didn't know what to do. I was afraid to get out and somebody came out of the house to a pickup truck that was running. And now this was the only house in the area. There was no other house around. And the older man walked out and he looked and one of the people in the car pointed to the sky and they went ahead and pulled on by me and took off. So I got out and I looked at the man and he was doing something around the pickup. So I went ahead and got my tire out and changed it and went on my way. Well, it made me quite fearful. On the way back from California, on the way back to Idaho, I looked for this place. I wanted to stop because it left such a mark on me psychologically. I found the place. It was totally uninhabited, absolutely abandoned. No windows, no doors, just an old shack. I honestly feel that something kept me from being harmed. Something chased these two guys away. Was it a guardian angel looking over me? That is what happened. I always loved the idea of camping in the woods. There's something about the serenity of nature that draws me in. So when my friends suggested we go on a camping trip deep in the woods, I jumped at the chance. Little did I know that it would be a decision that would change my life forever. As we set up our campsite, I couldn't help but feel a sense of unease. The woods were so dark and dense that I could barely see anything beyond the reach of our campfire. But I brushed it off, thinking that it was just my nerves getting the best of me. As the night fell, we huddled around the fire, telling scary stories and roasting marshmallows. But soon enough, we heard strange noises coming from the woods. At first, we thought it was just an animal, but as the noises grew louder, we knew that it was something else entirely. Suddenly, out of the darkness, emerged a creature that I had never seen before. It was massive and covered in fur, with razor-sharp claws and glowing red eyes. We tried to run, but it was too fast. It tackled us, and we fell to the ground. We fought back with all our might, but it was too strong. We managed to get away, 
but we were badly injured. We stumbled through the woods, trying to find a place to hide. We had no idea what had just happened to us. As we huddled in the woods, we realized that we were being hunted. The creature was still out there, and it was getting closer. We had to act fast. We gathered whatever weapons we could find and prepared for the worst. The creature emerged from the darkness once again, but this time we were ready. We attacked it with all we had, and after a fierce battle, we managed to take it down. We didn't know what it was, but we knew that it was something that didn't belong in our world. As we limped back to our campsite, we were confused and terrified. We had just encountered something that we couldn't explain, something that defied all logic. We packed up our gear and left the woods, vowing never to return. To this day, I still have nightmares about that creature. I can't shake the feeling that it's still out there, lurking in the darkness, waiting to strike again. The woods may seem peaceful and serene, but there are secrets hidden in their depths that we may never understand. This morning I woke up at my usual time 5 a.m. to go to the gym before classes. I'm off campus staying with my parents, however, they are away for a month, so I've had the house to myself. Well anyways, every morning I wake up, let my dog out to go do his business, shower or brush my teeth, and let him back inside before I get dressed and leave. This morning I woke up feeling a little weird. The house had a strange energy and my gut sensed that something was up. I let my dog out into our pitch black backyard. The deck light didn't turn on like it usually does, which is unusual, but I thought nothing of it and went to go shower. After my shower I went back to the sliding glass door to my dog in, and I could see him sitting there waiting for me. I opened the door and watched him a large black lab walk in and under a table. I then proceeded to close the door and walk to my room to get dressed. Here's where it gets weird. As I was leaving the area where the back door is, I felt that same strange feeling that I had been feeling all morning. I decided to look at the dog's bed and noticed he wasn't in it. So I looked back at the door and saw, to my utter confusion, that he was still sitting outside. My stomach instantly dropped. I could have sworn on my life that I watched him come in the house and under a table. I walked back to the door, let my actual dog inside, and instantly searched my house to see if another animal came inside instead. I didn't find anything. As I thought more about it, the thing I let in before looked more like a shadow rather than a dog and it moved differently, although it was around the same size. I called my girlfriend to tell her about it, as she was waiting for me at the gym, and she said it was probably just my imagination. But I have never ever imagined something this real, I wasn't even tired. I noticed that my dog was acting a little strange too, staring at one of our walls and growing quietly. I left soon after that and got on with my day. I'm at a loss. If anyone has a possible explanation to ease my nerves, because I'm really dreading sleeping there alone tonight. I was on a hunting trip with my family. I remember it was very cold. Saw a small amount of snow. I looked down in the mud and clearly saw a human footprint in the mud. I showed one of my family members as we laughed and joked about Bigfoot. Haha, ha, Bigfoot. Later, 
We started to think that Prent was in the middle of nowhere, freezing cold. We tried to go back and locate the track, but never found it. I wish I could have gotten a cast of it. One night about 3 a.m., while walking home from work to our apartment in Century Towers, Pitt Street, Sydney, we saw what we jokingly refer to as Man Bat. We lived in the then new Century Towers on the 52nd floor when staying close to work. One of our businesses was the Penthouse Gentlemen's Club, a 24-7 day business that we normally took turns to manage, hence we kept an apartment in the busy city. My business partner Michael was an accomplished accountant. He finished second in the country in tax law and has an ick of 185. I'm a more normal bloke who had a background in security and also owned a demolition company in Adelaide, South Australia. My point is we were both business type guys who, although drink on occasion, are not drug users and were very sober on this occasion. Anyhow that night we were walking home casually enjoying some friendly banter about our day and work. As we crossed the side street to our building I happened to look up and only about one level or story above us, I clearly saw this humanoid creature gliding with wings fully outstretched. The wings were of membrane-type appearance, and the head was scoping left to right as it glided around the corner of the opposite building to our apartment. The head or face wasn't human. It looked a little bit cone-shaped, maybe even slightly reptilian, and I didn't see the eye color. Quite frankly, I was in shock and scared at the same time. It seemed that Michael and I quickened our stride toward our own building, and I already had my pass in hand to swipe the security device to open the doors to our foyer. Meanwhile, we had both stopped talking as we hurried into the well-lit lobby. We both acknowledged the night manager security on the way to the elevators. Once inside the lifts, Michael turned to me and said in a higher than normal excited voice, Did you see that? What the F was that? I don't know what it was, and it was many years ago now, in 2005. On occasion I've Google searched to see if anyone else has ever reported something similar, and today is the first time I have, being your videos. I have studied various religions, their origins, and Gnostic teachings for many years and have my own theories, but it's all guessing really. Anyhow thought I'd tell you for your own reference. Went on a five-day gold-panning trip with a couple buddies of mine. We drove six hours down unused logging roads. We're talking totally overgrown roads with trees having to be removed from the road to pass. We saw not one human the entire time we were out there, except for on the third night. At 3 a.m., we are sitting around the fire, drinking some beers, swatting at bugs, and shooting the shit when I hear something. I look over and notice some light in the trees. What the? It's a truck, driving up the logging road we had cleared ourselves to get there, at 3 a.m. The truck gets up to where we are, pulls into where we made camp a small turn-off spot for logging trucks. Sits there for 10 seconds while we all kinda stare in shock at one another. I get up and start walking towards the truck to say hello and ask what the heck they are doing out at 3 a.m. on abandoned logging roads. When the truck just backs up, turns around, and drives off the way it came. The guys just drove six hours down logging roads all through the night, 
sees us and leaves without saying a word. We are all sitting there going, oh what the F. We all figured this guy was driving down the road, getting out and coming back to kill us in our sleep. Next morning we head down the road and nothing. They didn't set up camp or anything. Just left. We figured we were likely camped out near a grow-up for one of the gangs. Hell's Angels most likely. And they were coming out to check who had come out to their spot. Or they were there to pick the crop in the middle of the night. I've told this story before, but never to anyone I loved so deeply. So, here goes. In the fifth grade, I was a huge scaredy cat. The dark absolutely terrified me because I had an overactive imagination, and in those silent, pitch-black moments, my mind would just conjure up the worst possible scenarios. So, one night, I woke up in a cold sweat, my digital clock displaying 2 a.m. in its eerie green glow. As I peered over the edge of my bed, I saw what I can only describe as a figure garbed in a blood-soaked red robe. Its face was obscured by a large, golden mask that reflected the dim light from the moon outside. It was a sight that still haunts my dreams. The figure stood there, silent as a grave, just staring at me from behind the mask. I laid there for what felt like an eternity, my heart pounding in my chest. Then, to my sheer terror, it dropped the mask onto the floor, revealing a grotesque face underneath. The face was pale, almost luminescent, its eyes too big for a human, and it wore a sinister smile. As if this sight wasn't horrifying enough, it started laughing a cold, menacing laugh that echoed around my room and seemed to penetrate my very soul. For about ten agonizing minutes, the figure faded slowly, still laughing, until it was gone, leaving me in the chilling darkness. Frozen by fear, I stayed in my bed for what felt like an eternity. Then, adrenaline kicked in, and I bolted from my room, racing to the sanctuary of my parents' room. Of course, they were as terrified as I was, though more for my state than the story I recounted. The next day, my parents asked Officer Dan, our neighbor and the town's most trusted cop, to come over and check things out. He was the kind of guy who'd seen it all a comforting presence who never dismissed anything, no matter how far-fetched it sounded. I remember sitting there, nervously picking at the threads of my sleeve as I relayed my nightmarish experience to him. People have told me in the recent past that what I experienced sounds like sleep paralysis, but I distinctly remember sitting up slightly, rubbing my eyes, and then seeing that horrid figure. To this day, the memory of that red-robed figure sends shivers down my spine, and sometimes, in the dead of the night, I still feel the echoes of that cold, menacing laugh. But having someone like Officer Dan around, even if just to hear me out, made it a bit more bearable. I have been working on cleaning up a property that I recently purchased for a lakeside cabin. I've spent the last three weekends there since the purchase. So far it's just been junk removal and cleaning, but I've brought a lot of tools and some general supplies as well. Almost as soon as I started cleaning, I noticed messes I didn't make or things knocked over. I have a fairly large pile of, of junk wood and garbage outside, and every morning it's all flipped over like someone has been going through it and moving everything around. 
On my second weekend out my circular saw went missing after I forgot it outside. I am on a fairly large property 23 acres, and there's no neighbors for a good distance. I got pretty worried that there could be squatters on the property, so I set up a trail cam outside pointed towards the trash pile. The Sunday night I heard a huge slam, and then what almost sounded like a young girl giggling. After that there was nothing. I went out to find trash moved all over, a bucket was moved at least 20 feet, and I found some little gold bracelet put inside of it that was not there before. My trail cam is gone, but it sinks to the cloud through a cell network, so I was able to get the single picture it took. I literally have no idea what to think or do. The first thing I noticed is the raccoon or something similar standing over the bucket just staring at the camera. Even though it's kinda creepy I felt relieved that it's just an animal. And yesterday I noticed the face behind. What the F is that? Seriously what am I looking at? Is it a person? A doll? A child? Someone in a mask? I'm scheduled to head back tomorrow morning for the weekend again, but I just need some answers. I was on a solo hunt in the Trinities back in 2015. I hiked into a remote area off trail and set up camp for the night. Laying there in my bag looking up at the stars, I noticed a very faint flash, almost imperceptible, and at first, I thought it was just my imagination. After a few more flashes I realized it was some kind of light coming from the ground level, and not from up in the sky because I could see the underside of the trees light up each time it happened. Thinking it may be a trail cam, I laid there as still as possible thinking maybe movement was triggering it, but it kept happening. Thinking maybe it was on some kind of timer, I started counting to see if the flashes were evenly spaced. The flashes were happening at random intervals. This went on for at least an hour until I finally drifted off to sleep. The next morning, I searched high and low for a trail cam or anything out of the ordinary, but found nothing. Still don't really know what it was that I was seeing, but I know there were definitely flashes going off like a camera flash, except very faint, but enough to illuminate the bottom side of the branches in the trees around me. Made me a little uneasy for the rest of the trip. I was playing with my Play-Doh with my sister, and we were having a good time. However, something about our house always felt off. Apparently, all six couples who had lived here previously were divorced, and the same had happened to my mom and dad. But we tried not to think about it too much and focused on our Play-Doh. Suddenly, my sister asked me to go downstairs and get a butter knife. I hesitated for a moment, but then made my way down the stairs. As I looked towards the kitchen, I saw a big looming black shadow. I was frozen with fear and let out a scream before running back upstairs to my sister. She laughed it off and went to get the knife herself. I wasn't the only one who experienced something strange in that house. My brother once felt something like a hand touch him while he was sitting on the edge of his bed. He looked under the bed but saw nothing there. My mom also saw a shadowy figure next to her bed more than once. At first she thought it was one of us kids. But when she realized she was alone in the house, she got scared. Despite trying to brush it off, the eerie feeling of the house persisted. Eventually, we decided to move out. 
The place still gives me the heebie-jeebies, and I can't help but wonder what was really going on in that house. Hunting a day after a snowfall, I stayed out until well after sunset. Took what looks like an old logging skid that cuts across a hillside like a trail, but sunken enough that it's like a ditch you can drive through. The sides are icy and sparkling in my flashlight, and my steps are super crunchy. That's it for that night, but I go back to the same spot the next day. Get set up at a natural saddle with many deer tracks and sit. There's clearly an animal trying to move quietly off one side of the ridge, so I'm very focused and dying to stand up and take a peek. Sun goes down, coyotes start sounding off, and some dude starts screaming, help. Then just plain screaming. From the same direction as the coyotes, and it's the same and only direction back to the road. I decided he's either having a freak out or getting torn apart. Either way, I'm waiting to see if it's a deer down there, as this is my last day of the season. Eventuality shooting light is over, and I decide I don't want to stumble into anything weird like an ambush or crime in progress. Archery season so stupid, no gun rule. So I sit there for another hour to wait it out and maybe kill a coyote. Eventually, I'm frozen and dying to pee, so I quit. And after about an hour in the dark, I strike that same tunnel-like path. The instant I reach it, I can see in my flashlight that there's mountain lion tracks converging from the opposite direction and going right on top of my prints from yesterday. Mother F. I can't say he was trailing me the day before, but they look the same exact age. Hair standing up big time. Okay, maybe I almost died yesterday, but I'm definitely fighting a giant cat tonight. Worst thing was the dead still air and my feet making so much noise, that deep bass crunch. Giant full moonlight shining on the snow, world become black and white. Very surreal. Story actually ends uneventfully, but strangely there was no sign of anyone else by the road.